This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. It is now illegal for power companies to cut customers off in the winter. That bill was rushed through at Queen's Park this morning, and there is apparently more relief on hydro rates on the way. And one of the main reasons for that is CARP's heat or eat campaign. Yesterday, after appearing here on the show, CARP's Wanda Morris met with Energy Minister Glenn Tebow, and she has much to report from that meeting. Wanda is here with me now. Hi, Wanda. Welcome. Hey, Libby. Thanks very much. Sounds like a productive meeting. Uh, I think it was. We met with uh, Minister Tebow and a number of his staff, and uh, I guess first and foremost, they have pledged that more relief is on the way. I couldn't get a number, couldn't get a percent. But I did get a time frame. Before the budget is dropped, we will see some further relief for beleaguered ratepayers. Okay. Um, so that should be in the next, you know, couple of months. Uh, and uh, they're also looking at r- reforming the way rates are structured. Tell, uh, tell us about that. Absolutely. One of the concerns that we repeatedly heard from our members is that the, the current structure of peak and non-peak rates is really unfair to seniors, many of whom are home during the day, and particularly unfair to seniors in rural areas where they can't go out to a shopping mall or somewhere else that, that is already heated. Uh, so we'd been pushing for, for reform there, and uh, the energy minister said, well, he couldn't comment exactly what would happen. There were a number of ideas on the table. We talked about giving people the option of electing for a flat rate, which would be slightly higher than the low peak rate, off peak rate, but wouldn't penalize people for using electricity during the day. Um, The minister said there were a number of different ideas on the table and they were evaluating all of them, but we're definitely looking at providing some relief. Wanda, let me give the numbers out again, because we have heard from a lot of people who are complaining about just that, about the fact that the off-peak hours are not during the day. Uh, Seniors, Zoomers, are at home during the day, and it really isn't fair to penalize them, and particularly people who live in rural areas. We've heard a lot from them, too. So uh, people out there, uh, let us know what you think, and let us know if you think that's a good solution. Uh, Would you like the idea of a flat rate that is a mix, a blend of the peak rate and the off-peak rate, or is that still not good enough? The number is 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. As we told you in the news, it's now illegal for power companies to cut people off in the winter. <laughs> it's ironic that that, uh, that bill pushed through on a day of uh, record-breaking temperatures, but nonetheless. And uh, Wanda is here. She met with the energy minister yesterday, and she's talking about some options that are on the table because they are promising to give us some relief before the budget. The numbers again, 416 360 
1-866-740-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And we're talking about hydro rates. Um, you know, from your, do you think that's a good idea, Wanda, to blend the peak and the off-peak? I, I like the idea of providing an option to the, the high uh, peak rates that our seniors are now paying. That's certainly one way to do it. Uh, we'd also talked about something like a progressive rate where people pay less uh, that are low power users and pay more the more kilowatt hours they consume. You'd have to combine that, though, and in any case, you need relief for people on low incomes. Uh, th- there are a couple of plans out there. Those are critical. I think we need to expand them. Okay. Uh, and we also have some clarification because yesterday we were talking about the plans that are out there and uh, we had one caller who uh, was correcting us, but we now have to correct her because she was wrong on a couple of things. Uh, So I hope uh, if you were listening yesterday and you're interested in these programs available, everybody listen up and and maybe grab a pen because Wanda has some clarifications. Great. And I'm happily able to contradict our caller yesterday because I think we've got good news. There's a bit more relief than she realized. We had talked about that emergency energy program, the LEAP program, where people can get access in emergencies. Uh, It is available once per year. Our our caller had thought it was only a once-ever option, so it is available once per year. The other program we talked about was the energy and property tax rebate, uh, and our caller thought she didn't qualify for that because she has no taxable income. But in fact, the tax credit... uh, is available even if you're not paying taxes. So if you're not paying taxes, uh, they'll send you a check. Exactly. Okay. Uh, that sounds pretty attractive to me. You fill out a couple of forms and they send you a check. Absolutely. And and what we realized with the minister yesterday, there's a lot of nuances here, a lot of inf- information in this program that I don't think has been communicated as well as it could. So we're going to take it upon ourselves at CARP to provide a summary of this information so people can go to our website uh, and find uh, trusted information and make sure they're getting all the credits they're entitled to. Okay. Well, the other thing is that I think what o- often happens with these government programs, you know, they're dreamt up by bureaucrats, no offense, who uh, spend their days kind of in the weeds, and they can be really complicated. You know, and and certainly to to go through the forms to apply for something can be a bit daunting. So I think what we will do, Libby, is we will put screen prints and and uh, frame by frame instructions so that everybody uh, can can easily get all the credits to which they're entitled. Okay, uh, I'm here with Wanda Morris. We have. Uh, update on her meeting with the energy minister yesterday. We have a clarification on the relief for people who are having a hard time with hydro rates. And we're being told that we can expect more relief before the budget. Um, There was a whole pile of politics in this uh, because the government wanted to make sure that it was their bill that passed, um, even though they frankly have been goaded by the opposition parties on this. And of course, as always, we want to hear from you on your experience with hydro rates, whether you think some of these suggestions would help you out or whether you don't like them at all. Uh, One of the things on the table that Wanda was just talking about is this idea of a blended rate for people who are at home during the day and don't want to be penalized because they're using energy during the day. Uh, The idea is that they would blend the peak and the off-peak rate. So uh, the question is, is that good enough? 
uh, or is that not good enough? And uh, I'm also curious, you know, there was one caller yesterday that I'm remembering because he was really upset with the Wynn government over this. But I, when I asked, are you going to vote for them again? He said, well, I don't know, maybe. So I'm curious about that. If we get some reasonable relief on hydro rates, uh, are you going to forgive and forget? I mean, I, that's, I guess, beyond your scope, Wanda. But um, that, of course, is the end game of this, that they want to get reelected again. Absolutely. I mean, every government does. And I I think to the extent that that's going to give some relief to our members, that's very welcome. But of course, I'm always concerned about politicians making decisions with such a short time frame, when often the best decisions have a longer time frame uh, in which they're taken. What you mean, uh, they're just thinking about the next election? Exactly. Uh, What other things might be on the table for relief? Uh, I mean, I think the government has said that they're very open to any type of uh, modification. We were, uh, you know, certainly the idea of, of subsidies towards low-income people. They um, are looking at particularly uh, targeting relief to rural customers who are paying more. It's an interesting question because when you're talking about fairness, is fairness charging everyone close to the same rate, like sort of a postage stamp rate no matter where you are, or is fairness making people pay more where it costs more to provide uh, electricity and if we think about you know how many users there might be in downtown Toronto or even downtown Sudbury compared to how many users on the shores of uh, of a lake it costs a lot more to get out to to those remote users should they be paying more or should we say look electricity should be charged equally to everyone it's a dilemma that they're wrestling with. I'd be interested in what our callers think. Okay, uh, let's go to the phones. We've got Jim in Hanover. Hi, Jim. Hi, good afternoon. Um, remember then they said there was a relief for people for low-income people. You got uh, $30 off of your hydro bill. Well, the wife and I were just slightly over the limit that they have of $28,000 a year for two people. Yep. But we had my sister-in-law. She's handicapped. She was living with us. And because she's on uh, disability, her money was added to it, and we didn't qualify, and we didn't qualify for the three people living in the home. So the rate, as far as 2800 is ridiculous. You, you're going to force a lot of people who've got to pay hydro, uh, they would, the, the lower income, they would pay, be able to pay, get that, but we, we don't. Okay, so you're saying the threshold... Even a retired couple on a low income, uh, if their son come home and live with them and he was working, then they don't qualify. You know, a very good point. And and we talk about, you know, yourself and and your your wife living on $28,000 a year. I'm not sure. How much is your average hydro bill? Uh, I was, well, thanks to the wife, was quite low. running around 120 a month. But still, but the hydro we used would be about thirty-eight dollars a month, but the delivery was double that. Well, yeah, the, that's that's a big issue for people, but um, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, even when when she's saying she's taking the eight percent, reading the papers, that only comes off of the hydro that you use, not off of the delivery charge. Yep. Um, and uh, I think you're pointing out uh, something. I, I don't know if I would call it a, a loophole, but it's uh, it sounds like a conundrum. 
Uh, and, you know, if you're living with someone who's disabled, you're giving them a home and, and you're being penalized for it, yeah. basically. Yeah. I even went to the place here in Hanover to talk it over with them, and it's just the numbers that count. Uh, it doesn't matter. And yet they income to our pensions, and uh, we're, we don't get anything even for three people. And and Wanda, was there any talk about changing those thresholds? Uh, we did talk about it because I think this call really demonstrates, you know, $28,000 a year for a couple. That is really not much. And you know, when your electricity rates go through the roof, it's, it's hard to cope. Uh, they did say that they were looking at it. They were concerned about raising a threshold in this program that would then have repercussions in other programs. But we certainly let them know uh, that we thought the current thresholds were low. Okay, so what's the, what's the idea? Slippery slope? If we raise it here, we've got to raise it in other things? That's it, exactly. But I, I wonder if we couldn't have more of a graduated program. I mean, $28,000, you get $30 a month. 28005 you get zero. I wonder if there's not a way to, to moderate it a bit. Okay, that's, that's an interesting thought. I hope uh, the people designing these things. Uh, Jim, thanks for your call. And, um, you know, this, we agree your situation doesn't make a lot. Of sense. No, but uh, wait for the next hydro bill should be in today. I'll be calling you on Friday. See how okay, you, you do that. We look forward to your call. Thanks. Bye bye. All right, uh, Peter in Brampton. Hello, Peter. Yes, hello. I just got my hydro bill yesterday, and <laughs> interesting. It's a one thousand two hundred thirty-five thirty-one cents for three months. Oh, my goodness, and that's in Brampton. Uh, and the delivery, that's what it's interesting, is delivery charge is $560.31. Delivery charge. Yep. Uh, and I just got to tell you quickly what happened in 2015. I tell you one thing, liberal government, I can't figure out. You know something, 2015, my delivery charge was just a little higher and then what government did, they sent me a check each month, credit $75 a month, whole year $75 a month. Why heck they <laughs> charge me first that money and then pay somebody else to mail that checks, which cost money. And if they didn't charge me very beginning uh, that money, they won't have to send me those checks. And now one, two, three, you know, it's, I understand uh, delivery charge. If it's a new area, they're building a lot of houses and subdivisions, whatever. And uh, it costs money to deliver and take the hydro over there. But this place where up north uh, 50, 60 years ago, those hydro lines has been up there. And uh, delivery charge drive me bananas. I don't know why. Well, you know what? It drives a lot of people bananas. And um, I, I think, uh, Peter, that your call just uh, underlines and highlights the mess and mismanagement with this. Peter, thanks very much for your call. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, Bob in Etobicoke. Hello, Bob. Hello, how are you? Fine, how are you? Well, I'm not bad. I've mentioned once before, and I think it was you that I mentioned to about the what the problem with hydro and our rates are, and I referred to it as basically the same thing that happened to a com big company in the states, what's called Enron. Once it was <laughs> one company, once it was one, it had one CEO at the top and made it you know a lot of money. 
And now, and that was the same here. Hydro, we used to be Ontario Hydro, and it had one guy sitting at the top, and he made a lot of money, and which was fine. So they split it up into how many different sections now, I have no idea. But anyway, each one of them has one guy at the top, and he makes a lot of money. So, so if you've got, say, two or three different outfits, which you have the generation, you have, um, there's, there's a number of them. And each of these people are making about $5 million plus bonuses. Uh, and I, if you I only don't... had one at the top, well, you can check them out. You can see. It's, I'll, it's, I'll it's, check them out. It's, yeah, it's yeah. not $5 million bucks, And um, you know what? I, I have to say, Bob, there there are a lot of problems with hydro. Enron mm-hmm. was fraud and a uh, lot of mismanagement, exactly. overcharging. But, you know, I we have to be fair. Yep. We can't say that, that they're fraudulent no, uh, no, because, you know, that. they're, they're taking us to the cleaners without being fraudulent. That's right, exactly. Because each department has to make money, okay? So sometimes, like, it's not a case where you can make money on the bananas and lose on the oranges each one has to make money and sometimes you have uh delivery charges are high when you because you kind of have ice storms well those back in the day when it was one that department would lose money for a year or two now they can't because they go out of business because they have no backup okay you know and uh it is it is quite out of reach especially with the fact that they're buying power from uh from places where it's really too expensive, and they should be forced to buy the cheapest possible power and deliver it. Now, your delivery charge, I have no idea why it is related to the amount of power you use. The line is going to be there. And yeah, well, we've, we've, we've been back and forth uh, on these delivery charges, and uh, as I said, they are what they are, and they drive people nuts. Bob, thanks for your okay, call. Thank you. Bye-bye. We're going to Frank in Toronto. Hi, Frank. Hi. Um, my mom's on a fixed income as a senior. She received a utility bill that I'd never seen in my life, $1,000 water uh, water and garbage utility bill. It's unreal. Like, I mean, it's not just the hydro. I think it's other things as well, you know, that's starting to affect all the seniors. So, it, yeah, those uh, garbage user fees. Yes, it's incredible. $1,000 bill. Uh, is she in and Toronto too? Yes, and she, you know, she gets she gets like fifteen hundred dollars a month in pension. She can't she can't live there anymore anyway. It's just incredible. And uh, did you hear um, Wanda uh, Wanda talking about some of these ideas for relief? So first of all, uh, have you applied for those programs that already exist on her behalf? No. No. Oh, okay. Uh, are you willing to? I don't to... think they would make that much of a difference, really. Like, I mean, I hear the people talk. You know, it wouldn't really, really make that much of a difference. Well, I, you know, I I think thirty dollars a month for uh, a single woman making less than twenty eight thousand. I think uh, twelve hundred a year in, in a tax rebate. Uh, if it was my mom, I probably would want to apply. Yeah. Okay. I... I mean that's it's it's not that much, but it's a start. Twelve hundred dollar tax rebate that could go um, a long way. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for your call. Okay. Uh, and just to clarify one thing, uh, a note from our producer Michelle and the top Hydro One executive can make up to four million dollars. 
So, uh, yeah, it's a lot, but it's not $5 million. <laughs> And the heads of all these companies don't all make that much, but they make a lot. And uh, that was an important point. Uh, we're going to have to uh, move right along. Wanda, what would you like to leave us with? Uh, once again, we're, we've had a promise of action, but we haven't got the action yet. We need to keep the government's feet to the fire. Please go to carp.ca slash heatereat. Sign our petition. We're up now over 4,500 names. Let's get some more. The more that the government knows people are paying attention to this, the more likely we are to get some relief. Okay. Wanda Morris, thank you so much for joining us, and thanks for taking this on because uh, we really need it. Uh, Bye-bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.